Hello everyone, I am Paul Wicker. And I'm J.D. Prater. And today is June 29th, and these are your top six PPC headlines from the week. First up, goodbye dark posts. Uh, both Facebook and Twitter are saying they're moving away from kind of the lack of transparency around posts. Uh, I don't think this is really getting rid of dark posts. I don't know, uh, how do you feel about it? Yeah, when I, people are still gonna run dark posts. It's just uh, you're not going to be able to see those dark posts, even though you weren't really meant to see those dark posts because, hey, maybe you're not there yet in the buying cycle. But I did go play around with it and was definitely checking out Ad Stages ads. And the funny thing is they don't have all of them, which is great. Hmm. (laughs) Well, Uh, so uh, as far as I understand it, so dark posts. So, look, if you go on Twitter or Facebook and you post, you can promote that post. And that's how people used to do it in the old days, is you'd write something on your Facebook page and then you'd promote it. Or you'd write something on Twitter and your handle and you'd promote it. And then they came out with this concept of dark posting where you can write something but it doesn't show up on your page or your Twitter handle. It only goes out to those targeted in your ad campaigns. And then LinkedIn followed suit and they have, you know, kind of sponsored content, which doesn't have to appear on your LinkedIn profile. And that's pretty much been the standard. So when when the article says goodbye dark posts, I think that means every post is going to show up on your you know, Facebook page or on your Twitter handle or your LinkedIn company page. That is not true. What is happening is now anyone who wants to see everything you post, in theory, uh, can go to some place and get that information. It's not necessarily just going to your page. You have to take a little more, you have to do a little more. So you have to like click on some button on a Facebook page called Info and Ads, and then you can see all the ads that the page is running across Facebook and Instagram. Or at least you're supposed to, but you're saying it's not it's not quite bulletproof. No, I mean, so the Facebook one is one I was testing out more than the Twitter one. Um, so I went to Facebook and it, it, it's like this like little like bubble that kind of slowly comes in. So it's like right under like a brand's um, like header image and it'll say info and ad, you click on that and then you can see uh, what they were actually running in the last... Actually, I think it's active currently is what's key. Twitter's is last seven days active, which is a, a slight nuance there. Uh, and that for um, both Twitter and Facebook, there is kind of some different rules for political versus non-political as well. I know Twitter specifically calls out, you know, they will keep data for um, non... or for political ads much longer, so... And we're playing around with it right now in real life. That is why we are distracted. Uh, So take a look at your own page. uh, Take a look at your own profile on Twitter and see what they are saying about you. See if it's accurate. Yeah. Um, Hey, dark poster gone. Double click is gone. This is the week of things disappearing. Uh, I mean, everyone's heard about the name change of AdWords to (laughs) Google Ads. Double click has become Google Ad Manager and... What's the third one? Uh, Google Ads. Double click campaign. It's a and Google then, Ad Exchange? No, no it's no double words. Uh, it's Google Marketing Platform. Oh, yeah, Marketing Platform. Right. The That's the full platform. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I, I, was, I thought you meant like a specific product. I was like, wait, the specific product. But yeah, so now they have a, a cloud, if you will, is what it kind of feels like, where you're going to have measurement and data creation aspect of it as well. So... Um, they're trying to make it easier to use all these products and to kind of see them all together. So you can have your Google Analytics next to your DoubleClick, next to your Google Ads, next to, um, what was the other one? Like Data Studio, that kind of stuff. So optimize, right? The part that gets me is um, that 
the names for DoubleClick and AdWords are now basically the same. So you have Google Ads or Google Ads Manager, and they're pretty much identical. So, uh, and I was joking around on Twitter, if you... If you're using the UI or the campaign manager for Google Ads, you're using like the Google Ads manager, not the Google Ad manager. And then what about the editor? Like, Edward, does Edward still have an editor? Yeah. And is it going to be called the Google Ads editor, which is different than the Google Ads manager? It just seems very strange that they pick things so close. Yeah. And then for SMBs, like this one's really interesting. So we're familiar with Google. Uh, let's say, I guess it was AdWords Express. Now it's going to be called Smart Campaigns, which, I mean, good and bad, right? But it, it's going to be the default for a lot of these like smaller SMBs. And that one's the one that I'm really interested in because it's going to use machine learning to optimize your campaigns based off like different KPIs. So website conversions or phone calls or uh, store visits and it's going to look a lot like universal app campaigns, right? And we've already heard the the outcry from the app uh, marketers using UACs. Uh, we'll see what the SMBs say. And I think you've said that too with like you've, you've, you've done some SMB stuff. You tried to build these types of products and you said, what, good luck? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I before AdStage, I was pretty much in the uh, trying to build a platform to make SMBs successful running paid search and social with the click of a button, you know. Everybody had an Express product. AdWords Express, Bing Express, um, it sounds like Google's taking another crack at it. I always say marketing is hard, so it's really hard to turn everything into a smart campaign where you hit a few buttons and you just get a good ROI. I mean, you know how hard it is to manage a campaign successfully, and if any marketer out there listening knows how much work they put in to get good results out of AdWords or Facebook ads, so to think you can just spend five minutes, put in a budget of $500, and make a great ROI. Always feels, well, historically has proved very false. And those have usually not performed well. Bing has retired their Bing Express product. But, you know, Google's investing quite a bit in machine learning and automation, so perhaps they've kind of cracked the code on how to optimize these doctors and plumbers and lawyers' AdWords campaigns, and they'll get good returns. I certainly hope that is the case. Yeah, well, I think one of my, uh, my favorite quotes, we kind of wrap up with this one, was, all marketing is moving toward programmatic, and we will be continuing to invest in that model. Interesting. Uh, oh, one last thing I did want to say. Um, we have to change in our product. Everywhere we say AdWords, we're supposed to change to Google Ads, and I hate it. Uh, I hate doing brand changes because it feels like work that doesn't get you anything. Uh, but I'm also annoyed because it took so long to teach people what AdWords was. You know, as being someone who's in the industry when it first started and trying to explain, like, what is PPC and what is AdWords? And, oh, those are ads on Google? And finally, everyone says AdWords. Everybody speaks the same language. And now they're reverting back to calling it Google Ads, which, you know, unwinds all those years of education we've done about what is the difference between AdWords, AdSense, and Google? Yeah. But now we don't have to worry about that capitalizing that W. That's true. That is, <laughs> always drove me nuts. We people did forget, didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, to do that every now and then in, in, in a few spots. All right. The next story, uh, video. Uh, as usual, we have to talk about video. So Instagram announced a bunch of new features beyond video. Um, so what are the new ones? Uh, biggest ones, video chat and some AR filters, right? So let's do AR filters because, again, fantastic copy of Snapchat. As we, as we know, a lot of their roadmap is just copy whatever they do and then integrate some stuff from Facebook, and now you have Instagram. And so the augmented reality filters, if you've ever used 
Snapchat, you know, you can do like these face filters. I guess they call them lenses. You can do these lenses that kind of change your background, change, you know, something on your face, whatever it is. You can now do that. You really sound like an old man right now. I'm, trying, trying I to describe care. how to use Snapchat, which you, uh, you very I rarely just, use. I don't care. Filters. <laughs> I mean, yeah, AR filters. No one calls them AR filters, but uh, stickers. I think Google calls them. You can do AR stickers. Yeah. Google in their Pixel, you know, the Google, Google makes a phone, the Pixel series. In that phone, I know, because I have one, you can use AR stickers, like, in their camera. It's kind of hidden in a settings box. And they did a deal with Star Wars. So you can put BB-8 and a Stormtrooper and a bunch of other cool stuff in videos. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. And then, of course, you have, yeah, Snapchat. And Instagram has been doing kind of these Snapchat-like um, kind of filters and overlays and stickers for a while. Now they're doing the ones also designed by third parties, celebrities, influencers, trying to, to do uh, quite a few more. Again, same thing that Snapchat did. Um, they also have new video chat. So now you can video chat on Instagram. Yep. yep. Um, I, I wonder how all these video chat services are going to work out. We're... Um, we know it's not easy to get video chat that works consistently, has good <laughs> connectivity, doesn't you know freeze or crash your your laptop or your phone. We've seen many companies come come and go trying to do that. So hopefully they figure it out. Then we could maybe start using them <laughs> for our meetings. We've tried everything. We're on Zoom right now. Zoom. Works pretty good. Works pretty good. I like that. I think Slack has done a, a decent job there. Uh, there's can be a little buggy but yeah, it can correct that one kind of freezes yeah. uh, my mac occasionally it's like super resource heavy um but yeah every you know it's everybody takes a crack at it hangouts that was that was super laggy but yeah we like zoom if you're looking for a good uh, conference software yeah uh, and this podcast is not sponsored by zoom but perhaps we should be in touch with the yeah. good people at zoom yeah give us some money yeah i think uh, about a million or maybe a hundred thousand sponsorship makes well, sense per episode Obviously. you guys are so valuable we are the friends <laughs> of the marketing community we demand a million dollars an episode uh, video not surprising continue to see pretty much video uh, continue to roll out on all products um what is next got a couple here from facebook Per usual, right? I mean, this this one was uh, them doing some some pretty interesting things. So this one's for the ad community. So do you guys remember that time, like about six months ago, where they banned crypto ads? You guys remember this? You know, early 2018, they came out and they were like, no crypto ads, banned. And to be fair, that's not wasn't. It was a little bit of a knee jerk, but it's also because a lot of people were very shady and very scammy, and were trying to take advantage of people that didn't really understand what was happening, and so it made a lot of promises that couldn't be validated. And what I love about this one was, the FTC actually said consumers lost half, or sorry, five hundred and thirty-two million dollars to cryptocurrency-related scams in the first two months of 2018. You lost half a billion dollars. Wow. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I can't stand crypto. I think I've said it before on this podcast. I'm sure it makes sense. I'm sure it's a good investment for a lot of people, but it's just one of the, it's like futures markets. You know, probably most people listen aren't old enough to remember when futures became a thing, when everyone's like, oh man, you got to buy orange futures. And then the <laughs> price goes up because the crops in Florida go bad and the oranges are worth a lot of money. Then you sell your futures and all these people were just losing money hand over fist. Penny stocks was recent, you know, yeah. it's kind of that. So crypto and specifically blockchain technology, I think is a a, a huge step forward based on everything I read and my limited knowledge. But to your point, it's also a great gateway to take a lot of people's money. 
When yeah. a lot of my friends who are not in the technology space at all, I have a friend who like runs a landscaping company. He's like, I'm buying Ethereum. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a good decision or maybe it's not, but I know you don't know anything about why you're buying it, what it does or how you're going to make money. But you read some blog post about why you should buy Ethereum now. And he did. <laughs> And maybe he made a bunch of money. I don't know. But, you know. But he didn't see any ads on Facebook. That's for sure. That's very true. Until now. Until so now, now. Uh, you can advertise uh, cryptocurrency. You cannot advertise whatever binary options are. You can't promote those. And you can't pr- uh, uh, promote ICOs or initial coin offerings, yep. which are like instead of people doing IPOs, initial public offerings, when you raise money by issuing stock, people are raising money by issuing coins. And... You know, it's been there's all these stories about companies who have no product that do nothing and they raise like 50 million dollars by giving out, you know, another coin. And, you know, those coins turn out to be worthless. Yeah. So now you got to go get pre-approved and we'll see what that uh, entails and who gets approved and who doesn't. But I think one of the things that they also kind of said was there'll be some ads that slip through. So report them is what they actually said. If you see them slip through, report them. Right. That is good. And when you can't enforce your own rules, just put it on the other folks to to take care of that for you. Uh, The other feature they added was keyword snooze. So if you've used Twitter's muted words feature, it's very similar where you can mute uh, certain words you don't want uh, to see. So uh, organic content from friends, pages, groups, etc. will all be muted if you, or I should say snoozed, if you snooze a particular word or term. Uh, And then the good news for marketers is, doesn't matter for you if you're running ads in the newsfeed because those do not get uh, muted or, or snoozed, rather. Right. Yeah, only organic post. And it's it's really interesting. And I just I, I can't see it. It would have to be so off base from your newsfeed. My newsfeed is so, like, cultivated and curated just for me. Like, I can't imagine, like, a keyword, like, bicycles. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to see any bicycles for 30 days. Like, I'd have to have a... <laughs> Trump. Yeah. Trump is the, this, this is called the Trump feature. This is like when your crazy aunt won't stop posting about Maxine Waters and how outraged she is or when they kicked out, uh, whatever the press secretary, uh, they kicked her out of the restaurant yeah, yeah, and suddenly yeah. all the, Huckabee, the, right, yeah. the, yeah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And suddenly people are like, we need to protect freedom of speech and protected classes. And you know, snooze, snooze, snooze. <laughs> Bring back the sanity uh, to Facebook and snooze. Uh, well, I shouldn't say it. Snooze people you don't agree with. And uh, I did just finish reading 1984 by George Orwell. If you haven't read that since high school or ever, you should read it because the guy wrote it like 50 years ago. And it's amazing how he got pretty much this moment in time almost perfectly right. Yeah, uh, true. I, I say uh, Fox and Friends is basically the Ministry of Truth. If you've read the book, you get the reference. All right, let's move on to the last story before we lose every one of our conservative and or Trump supporting listeners. I'm sorry, <laughs> we disagree. Uh, okay, what's next? Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, Amazon is retiring CPM ads. Um, probably not too many people have been like that are that familiar with them. They launched back in 2014. Uh, they've been around for quite a while. It's really like the, the display advertising that you would see on Amazon. And they're, you know, allowing kind of small publishers to really get in on that action. And now they're going to be uh, discontinuing them. But it's a really interesting, like the, the rollout to me is, so here we go. CPM ads were going to be stopped September 30th. The last payments have to be in by November 30th. And then reports on getting disc- are going to get discontinued by December 31st. Basically, by the end of the year, 
they're going to be done, but you have like Q4 to make sure you get your money and get your reports in. <laughs> well, yeah, I think you I think these are these are banner ads that appear on partner sites, uh, not on Amazon. So I think you get paid by Amazon. And this is like kind of the old school, very simple, put a banner on your website. If it gets clicked on, we'll pay you, you know, pennies for thousands of impressions. And I think they're just, so they're saying, look, you know, they're going away. We'll give you one more payment or two. And then you got to do something else to monetize your site. Of course, Amazon has a whole new slew of advertising products that you can put on your site, which they probably prefer you to have things that promote products or their new retargeting product they're working on, uh, rumored to be working on that they'll be rolling out. So they probably want to basically just improve that ad unit to move away from static CPM and towards, you know, retargeted ads and yep. you know more kind of true programmatic ads or their product-based ads. Yeah. I mean, I I think one of the things that they're kind of speculating too is just, I mean, this really is a step towards, they want more bigger companies, not smaller companies when they think about advertising. So um, they really want to go after the Googles and the Critios when you think about even like remarketing display ads. So it's and, coming. And there was a quote from one of the people who used these on their publisher site saying, you know, oh, we made a lot of money off these ads because they were like wholesome ads and they weren't too spammy but um i don't believe it i like always wonder anyone who's still running just these static display ads it just feels like that's part of that like spam machine where you're just trying to get as much traffic to his page as possible because you just get paid on pure impressions so you're like you know buying really crappy traffic you know sub uh, penny traffic and then you're just loading a page with display ads and trying to get impressions and get paid Right. Um, that that happens quite a bit in the old school CPM based kind of static banner world. So if that's going away, that's good for all of us. Um, and if you haven't checked out Amazon's kind of advertising suite, you should head over. They do have quite a few products now and, and more coming out. That is all the news that is fit to talk about. Nice. Uh, if you want more news, you could always head over to blog.adstage.io or you can go to SoundCloud, sign up, and listen to all the new episodes of uh, the PPC show, including some great interviews JD's done recently um, that will be appearing on the channel with some luminaries in marketing. And also, if you, all you Spotify users out there, we're finally in. We are now in Spotify. You can go check us out. Type in the PPC show and you'll see us on Spotify and you can start following and you'll get all the latest episodes of the PPC show. I'm trying it right now. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) No results found. Uh, All right. We're going to have to talk after the show. (laughs) All right, folks. Enjoy your week. All right. We'll see you guys. I found it. (laughs) I've I've now subscribed to the PPC show on Spotify. All right. Enjoy your weekend. (laughs) Bye.